Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today I want to talk about something I did in 2015. As a horse trainer, I always liked thinking of myself as a teacher and I always wanted to better understand the behavior of a horse and maybe what the environment, nutrition and my teaching would do to them. So, um, TLC has always been based on on love and trust and respect and communication of cues. It's always been based on helping horse and riders become the best team that they can be. And I feel like the only way you can do that is to truly understand a human and their individuality as well as a horse and their individuality. Oftentimes I have customers come to me and they want to know, should I sell my horse? We're not getting along. And And honestly, I don't like to make that decision for them. What I'd rather do is give you information and let you sort through your journey with your horse and see if it's something that you can grow with. Just like any relationship, whether it be with a spouse or a parent or a brother or sister or a friend, we all make mistakes. It's not always perfect. There's going to be times where you say or do something you wish you hadn't said or done. You can apologize for it. You can start over. And horses are like that. They allow us to start over as long as we're aware of our mistakes and not blaming them for everything in the relationship. And I think that is key that it takes two to tango. So a relationship with your horse is no different than a relationship with any human that you have in your life. You really truly need to understand. So in 2015, I got certified um, with understanding horse types and temperaments. And I did this with Dr. Uh, Madeline Ward. She has a holistic um a holistic business that she does and people even intern and shadow with her and she's a really quite amazing woman Um, if you ever want to go on to her um, horseharmony.com and look at it there's a five element personality test basically you go through and at any point in time with Chinese elements we can all be a variety we could be fire we could be wood we could be earth metal or water and same with our horses, but there's usually going to be one that dominates. And with that, um, that more dominant one, you could almost be a combination for some. My horses, I have one of each. Briscoe is my water horse. She was basically like a chicken in a horse suit when I got her at three years old. And she was claustrophobic and scared of everything. And I mean, her eyes are ready to pop out of her head at any given moment. She bucked with the saddle for a month. I got her at three from Texas and it took me, um, had she been a client's horse, I probably would have sent her home. She was that wild. And my friends were like, there's no way you're going to make her a barrel horse. And I was like, well, I have time, no money. So I'm going to do it. I'm not, I can't send her back to Texas. I already bought her and paid for. So, um, so I did, and she ended up being my best friend and my heart horse. I've, and I love all my horses, but she has a special place in my heart. I don't know if it's because I had to work so hard to earn her trust, but as a water horse, she is extremely trusted is her number one thing. She has to trust me to work for me, and she's given me 16 amazing years. She's 19 now, and, um, and I competed on her for probably 15 years 
well, I guess 14 She since she was three. And, um, and she's just my heart horse. She's the one I hug on a bad day. She's the one I go on a trail ride when I just need to, to get away and, and just have my horse time, you know, um, and, and then I have my bell who's, who's my fire horse and she's tries so hard for me. And because of that, she gets so intense and then I can be, my elements can be earth when I'm training horses, but very much fire when I compete. So she's a fire, I'm a fire and it would become too intense together. So I had to start being more earth around her and saying, I love you, bell. 3d clean and you know you're a good girl and pet her and love on her and she did better than if I went at her like she was going at it trying to give me 110% she was more motivated by me being more um treating her with more I love you and petting her that kind of thing because she was already a very intense fire horse so they're each unique and Rocky has been one of my biggest challenges um he's actually a wood combination wood and fire so wood and fire combination of that is quite challenging if you can just imagine those two elements together so um a wood is truly a horse that loves to have a job but the fire horse truly loves that attention so i walk a fine line with that one i keep him busy but i have to love on him too so he loves the attention but he also needs to be active he likes having a job um but his mother maggie she's more of my introvert she's a little bit of metal um you know she can be a little bit of earth but she she's the kind of horse that she'll keep to herself but once she trusts you she'll give you everything and um she just kind of keeps her feelings more to herself but and then there's sister sister's pretty much a know-it-all she just wants to be praised with cookies and treats and you don't need to pet her or brush her just let her do her job she's my earth horse so you know they're all unique and i've had to learn that like briscoe needed extra magnesium in her diet um because of her you know her flight mode um and being a chicken in a horse suit and and bell needed you know that water element um she just needs the magnesium bell can't handle sugar or a lot of starch carbs so she's more like my diabetic so each horse is unique in their nutritional needs as well so you you'll see that um their organs uh, each each element has an organ that is probably their weaker area and and you'll go through a questionnaire the questionnaire will be like how they act when you groom them or or what is their system weakness whether it's their feet or digestive or respiratory or joints um, their emotions how they act um, how they are in training how they behave uh, and look and act physically um, the quality of their hooves, their activities, um, how they are in training, um, how they are amongst the herd, um, their favorite pastime, uh, what season of the year is usually their favorite, um, what kind of weather are they worse in, um, you know, or what kind of season, what time of the year is the hardest on them for seasons. Um, and then, of course, uh, how they are if you have to have them stalled up for longer periods and such you know there's there's a lot of those kind of questions and then body condition you know if they're skinny heavy just right that kind of thing so you kind of go through the questionnaire at the holistichorsekeeping.com and um, it kind of gives you I mean I got certified so it's way more in depth than that and I was able to take my certification and develop it 
um, into a behavior and a nutrition and, and as well as to how I wanted to go to this horse with training um, as well. So, so I did it for each one of them. Um, and I also think it's important that the rider, the human element is extremely key. I think you have to look at yourself um, as well. And you have to understand because again, 29 years, I've basically become a psychologist of horses and people because, you know, it's so often not just about the cue. It's so often more about the relationship and understanding where the horse is coming from and where the human is coming from and trying to get them to get along and, and figure out how to, to become a better team together. So, um, so that's kind of where all that came from. And, and it's really a fun quiz. Um, it's really gives you a lot of insight to your horses. If you're in my, um, group, my coaching group, I posted it all in there. And a lot of, uh, the members can take the test and kind of analyze their own horses and what element maybe dominates their horses. A lot of Chinese medicine, you may, may go through stages in life where you are stronger in different elements at different times in your life, and it may change as you age and such as well, but I think you want to address it from the point where you are at the moment, so whatever is your dominant element, that's the dominant um, direction you want to focus on as far as the training and the um, nutrition, you know, and, and basically the care for for your horse so um, and also for you maybe that'll give you more insight of how you handle challenge and how you handle competition and um, I just think it's a really more depth aspect you know and, and understanding um, maybe some underlining principles and philosophy that goes a little bit deeper into who we are and why we do what we do and every horse is unique every horse I mean every rider is unique so you know we can't really um, 100% say you know this this and this but you would be shocked when you actually read read it um, how your horse you might be going oh my god that fits my horse to a T and you know I had that when I was doing the test I was like, oh my gosh, that's Belle. Oh my gosh, that's Briscoe. And I just, it just gave me such a better understanding of my horse. And it allowed me to create environments and nutrition and ways to lesson plans to teach them that really brought out the best performance in them and gave us the strongest relationship. So when I have a client that's on the fence about selling a horse now, I just kind of tell them look at this and see if that has any gut feelings for you or light bulb moments and I think it's just something that um, helps you get peace of mind in your decision you know I often say pray about it and write it down on a piece of paper and look at your pros and cons and then make your decision because a lot of times if I see a person who's buying and selling a lot of horses and they're just not getting along with any of the horses you might want to take a look in the mirror and say, hey, this is about me. This is about me needing to work out my stuff. So that might be a time to really evaluate yourself and, and what your traits are and, and where you come to this from and what are you looking to accomplish um, instead of, you know, putting it on the horse, you know. And, um, and it also, it really, when you're frustrated with your horse, like Belle was the hardest for me in competition, um, it gave me a way to say, you know what, 
I get it now. I get why she behaves the way she behaves because she and I are are fire and fire in competition. So I had to really bring out the teacher in me and go back to my earth. And, and that's hard as a competitor. You want to be, you want to win. So you're in it to win it. So your fire kind of takes over, but, but you have to go back into the teaching mode and what's best for my horse. And that just made us have a better relationship in competition and in life in general. Like just when I walk by her in the pasture, I make extra time to love on her more because she needs it. You know, that's how she feels balanced, you know, you know, it's just, that's her individuality and just being aware of it. It just makes me Um, And respecting Briscoe's boundaries, like with her trust issues, I don't make her, I pick my battles with her, her claustrophobic, you know, ness. um, It's not her being bad. It's just how she's put together. And because I respect those boundaries, I don't have to win every battle. And I come to her from a place that she knows that I'm not going to force her to go into very uncomfortable positions and I'm going to meet her halfway. And therefore she gives me 110%. So It's just one of those things where I feel like understanding your horse and understanding yourself and where you both come from, it really truly builds on your relationship. So what is the saying? If you don't love yourself, you can't love someone else. And I think it's a a very important thing that you have to know why you tick, how you tick, and then you have to understand how they tick. And that's the only way you're going to find a happy medium and grow together. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and it gave you some things to think about. And I know for me as a teacher, it truly opened up um, my mind uh, to treating horses. I've always treated them as an individual, but it made me understand a little bit more in depth that why this is happening, not just going through the motion of, of, you know, um, I need to control five body parts with my five cues and I'd like this hoof to go there at this time. And I'm looking for this kind of feel in a turn and this kind of hustle out of a turn. It made me understand more where this horse was coming from and how to work with them to get the best out of them. Um, and honestly, I think a happy horse is going to be a healthy horse and a healthy horse is going to be a better performer. So anyhow, thanks for tuning in. And as always, um, TLC was developed to help one horse and rider become the best team they can be. And the only way you're going to do that, in my opinion, is riding with heart and riding with heart is putting that horse in front of the competition and, um, always giving a hundred percent outside and inside the arena and outside the arena sometimes means this kind of stuff going a little bit further into the psychology of what makes you tick and what makes your horse tick so i hope you enjoyed this podcast thank you